I don't know about your morning drop off, Laura, but mine has been challenging for both of my boys. <laughs> so the morning drop off was usually, you know, the mom guilt kicked in when I had to let go. They are crying, and I had to leave and make in time for our morning meetings. And it's just this feeling of mom guilt, the separation anxiety of the kids, and I think everything add up together just really set the tone for our days. So, so that is one thing that's an emotional drain to me. If that's a good drop off, I had a good day. If that's a bad drop off, I live with that guilt. And at the same time, when my kids grow older, I was looking for helpful resources that can help facilitate a conversation between me and them about, you know, what does mommy do after she disappears for the day, <laughs> right? Welcome to You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. You are ambitious in life and in your career, but something is missing. You want to bring more of your passion to what you do, because let's be honest, you pour a ton into your work and it needs to mean more. I'm your host, Laura Eigel. I'm a mom, wife, PhD, coach, advocate, introvert, and indoor rowing fanatic. I'm passionate about living a life that's in line with my values. We'll give you the actionable tips and tools you need to lead with your values, make a difference, and have career success. The world needs more diversity and authenticity in the top jobs at organizations. Your leadership belongs there. You belong in the C-suite. What gets you up in the morning? What drives your decisions? What do you stand for? No idea, not even sure where to start? I use my values to guide my life and career. It's the basis of how I've built boundaries for myself and stuck to them. Are you ready to dig into what matters to you? Go to thecatchgroup.com to download your free values worksheet. That's thecatchgroup.com to download your free values worksheet to get to your core values and take action on what matters most. Welcome to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation with Jossie Lee. Jossie is an MIT trained entrepreneur and the creator of Mommy Goes to Work, a new book series that celebrates working mothers and makes drop-offs easier one story at a time. She is currently on the founding team, building a new middle and high school in the greater Boston area, New England Innovation Academy the nation's first school using human-centered design to prepare the next generation of innovators. We discussed how we met, how her training has shaped how she solves problems and innovates, and her new book series and the story behind its inception. Jossie is an inspiring example of creating something that didn't exist when she needed it most, and now we can all benefit from it. Let's get started. Well, welcome to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. I'm so excited to have you on, Jossie. Oh, thank you, Laura, for having me. I'm so excited, too. And this is just such an important topic and everything that you're doing. But before we talk about and get into your story, I'd love to tell everybody how we met, if that's okay with you. Yes, let's do it. So in my previous role... I got the opportunity to come up to MIT for a strategy session, I think it was, and I got to meet you there, and we were, I think, the only two women 
in a room full of other leaders and we were walking on the way to lunch maybe or a campus tour or something and we immediately just started talking and we immediately started talking about motherhood and traveling and you know i think our we both had boys and all of those things yes exactly i remember that day though it's it's a typical boston winter day it was cold out there and i remember me and my colleagues, so I was an advisor at MIT Open Learning. Uh, I remember me and my colleagues went downstairs to welcome your crew. And yes, we are the only two women in the in a group of, I think, maybe 10 people, 10 leaders. And I think that's, you know, it's a very familiar situation where female leaders will find themselves in, you know, in, in a group of leadership meeting. Usually they are the minority there. So, yes. You make me feel welcome, actually, Laura, immediately, even though that was my place. <laughs> well, you made me feel welcome. And oh, and you. it was um it was great to, you know, to have a friendly face um in some yeah. of those meetings. You just never know who you'll connect with. And it was just yeah. a blessing to connect with you then. And now we're in different places and doing different things. And so I'm just so excited that we're able to continue our connection and our partnership. Definitely. I always feel like, you know, the thing that I've cherished the most about is the people I get to meet along the journey. Mm -hmm. um, those friendship will really go a long way, personally and professionally. So I'm so grateful that we reconnected in this yeah. sense too. Yeah, I'm so, and I'm so excited to talk about all of the things that you're up to. So before we get into um, all of the specifics on the book, I'd love for you to share your journey and your story with everyone. Can you do a little bit more of an introduction of your career story? Yes, I'm more than happy to. So currently I'm building a new school and uh, developing a new book series. So the new school is called New England Innovation Academy. It's a six to 12th grade school where the first human-centered design school prepare the next generation of innovators right here in the greater Boston area. So I'm a funding member of this. We've been planning the school for three years, and then we just opened this fall with 75 students who we call innovators. And then also simultaneously, I'm launching and developing my book series for working mothers, their families, and the people who love them. It's a book series called Mommy Goes to Work. It's to celebrate working mothers and to make drop-offs easier, <laughs> one story at a time. So, and before the book and the school, both are my passion meets purpose. I was really fortunate to have this career as employee number one. Originally from Taiwan, right out of college, my first job was employee number one of um, the first social venture fund in Greater China. So we invest in business with a social mission. And then that brought me to MIT. So I had my MBA there and MIT is known for innovation and entrepreneurship. So while at MIT, I focused on learning those two concentration and also co-founded MIT Sloan Design Club to introduce design thinking into the MIT community and to enable MIT students to solve problems more creatively. So after that, I have been on the new product, new venture, team for mostly education and business related um, organizations. So EF Education First, I was the director of product innovation there. Um, it's the largest international education company and Chinese and award-winning startup that revolutionized how people learn Chinese. And then Open Learning, I was advisor, MIT Bootcamp 
the MIT's program for entrepreneurs, uh, global entrepreneurs. That's where me and you, Laura, we met. So I was really growing the kind of a school project about three years ago. A quick snapshot of who I am. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it. I love that you used the phrase purpose and passion. And mm-hmm. it really feels like that's what you're living. You're living your purpose and your, your passion. Yeah. You described yourself as an MIT trained entrepreneur. Can you tell me a little bit more about what that means? Yes. I'm very proud of um, being part of the MIT community. And it certainly shaped me in a very significant way. I think from the mindset, you know, believe in the scientific approach, the mindset, I will give you an example. I think sometimes entrepreneur got fall into this trap of I'm doing a product launch. So let me launch the product and prove to, to the world that I was correct. Mm-hmm. Right. So this actually prevents you from being nimble and flexible and being able to iterate. As an MIT trained entrepreneur, I think I approach that more of the product launch more as an experiment. It's still in the process of iterating. So when I launch, I take a small step and to see whether that's what the market wants. If yes, then let's proceed a little bit further. If not, let's iterate. So that's, I think the mindset wise, it has been tremendously helpful. And secondly, I think really, the solid approach of starting building a new venture of like developing a new product, the human cent- the entire human centered design methodology that I'm building a school and a book using it was one big key takeaway that I, I learned from MIT. It's actually a course called the product design and development and many other courses that helped me to kind of practice this methodology again and again. So that really internalized into part of who I am and how I view the world and how I do things. I think lastly, it's really this community. Like MIT's community has been incredibly supportive to each other. We are known for this, you know, down to earth where like our mentor is might and hands. So it's not only like thinking about what's the best, but also like get your hands dirty, roll up your sleeve and really go out and do it. And along the way, help elevate other people on your journey too. So I personally was helped greatly by our, my, my MIT community in the process of building the school or building, you know, launching my new book. And I try to be that person as much as possible to other people within and beyond MIT community as well. I love it. And I feel like that is something that you've definitely extended even to me. And I'm not in your MIT community but it feels like that's just a part of who you are. Well, thank you. So tell me about more about the book. Tell me more about the new book. How did you decide to, and what was the impetus for writing Mommy Goes to Work? Yes. <laughs> so the, the entire um, project actually started about five years ago when my older son, now seven, he was about two year old. It really, I don't know about your morning drop off, Laura, but mine has been challenging for both of my boys. <laughs> so the morning drop off was usually, you know, the mom guilt kicked in when I had to let go, they are crying, and I had to leave and make it in time for our morning meetings. And it's just this feeling of mom guilt, the separation anxiety of the kids. And I think everything add up together just really set the tone for our days. So, so that is one thing that's an emotional drain to me. If that's a good drop off, I had a good day. If that's a bad drop off, I live with that guilt. And at the same time, when my kids grow older, I was looking for 
helpful resources that can help facilitate a conversation between me and them about, you know, what does mommy do after she disappears for the day, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's a lot of things we do at work because it's hard to explain to the kids. So I was looking for, you know, all kinds of books, hoping that I can have a solution, but I really couldn't find anything. So we decided to just create our own. And it's really started with one day when I was making a presentation, actually a presentation for MIT bootcamp, the meeting oh. that we were. <laughs> and, and Jeremy saw me and then he said, mommy, what are you doing? I said, um, mommy's, mommy's making a presentation. He said, what is a presentation? I said, you know, it's like your show and tell. Hmm. He started to show and tell at school and I was like, and he got it. And he started to kind of ask me engaging questions about, oh, so what are you sharing? Who are you sharing with? Oh, it was like fascinating. Like, oh, he got presentation with, uh, if I put it in a framework that he can understand. Yeah. So it's really started that day. I started to have this storyline that stuck in my mind of mommy does her presentation. I do my show and tell. Mm-hmm. And I started to think about what are the other analogies that are about things that we do at work that we can use in a explain to the kids in a way they understand so I was like okay mommy works on the project and what is similar to project it's problem solving so like I work on my puzzle oh so yeah image of, yes of like post-it notes and the puzzles and mommy builds her team um and can again I think about like what other things that kids do at school oh, okay I build my blocks because it's usually, you know, concrete building up and work with the team, work with friends to build blocks. So I, from there, I started to develop the storyline. And then just with my geeky and mighty pride, we tested it with over 100 people. <laughs> across oh, wow. The so you were yes. able to use your MIT trained brain yes. to iterate on this book. Yes, everything. We tested everything rigorously. I mean, this was before COVID. So we were able to test in the classroom, in the daycares, in people's homes, in the office. And we tested everything rigorously from the storyline all the way to kind of sketch model, you know, and then to kind of the size of the book, right? Like we found like a lot of people want to give this book. So it has to feel kind of a good size and, and for, for gifting and then good size for big and little hands as well. So yes, we are very geeky in the process and iterate a lot too. What was your favorite part of that process? It was, you know, it was really the things that surprised me. Mm-hmm. I will give you a, an example. Obviously the people that I got to meet and reconnect in the process, but really like the insights that I was able to discover. For example, now our, the ending of the book is so the, the mom and child they start a day together and then go through a separate day in school and in the office and eventually they reunited uh the baby, the kids said mommy i love you and then the mom said baby i love you together or apart i hold you in my heart whatever we are so this was our probably 17th version of ending it wasn't it wasn't like this before initially i had Something like, baby, I love you more than anything in the world. Something like, it's a comparison between, you know, I love you and other things. And then from the testing, we found that moms actually don't like that. And mm. they feel the comparison triggers the guilt. Oh. And they feel, you know, yes, that's where the guilt kicks in. And a good way to think about it is Jeremy loves riding bikes. 
Jeremy loves strawberry. Jeremy likes to eat strawberry and ride bikes at different times. There's not, there's no meaning to compare them. And then, so we ask a lot of why and then clarify a lot of kind of the needs and wants, the aspirations. And so actually what mom and kid want is the sense of togetherness, a sense of togetherness regardless whether they are side by side or miles apart, but it's really that togetherness that help them kind of that, that, that really help them thrive when, even when they are apart. So that's the reason why we iterate, iterate, and then eventually focus on the sense of togetherness. Uh, I love that so much. You know, my boys are um, six and nine. And this year, the six-year-old, he went to school for the first time, basically, because before he was only in like half day programs here and there, and then he was home for COVID. So we kept them home for uh, kindergarten last year. And um, Jossie, I have to tell you that last page, it is so true. We've used that book. He had higher anxiety than I thought. It was harder for him. The transition was hard for all of us um, going back to in-person, but we were able to use your book. And that, yeah, and that last, yeah, that last page was, it's so true. The insight that you just shared, this idea of we're together, even when we're doing different things, we're, we're holding each other close and that you just, you just love that line. And I totally resonate with it. And I wasn't sure if the book was going to be, you know, super helpful because we, because our kids are a little bit older. Um, but mm-hmm. it absolutely was. Oh, I'm so glad to hear. A lot of the, I think, Laurie talked about what I love most about this. I think it's when the feeling of your creation touches people's heart and mm-hmm. touches people's life in a meaningful way was even more magical than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So it was all those feedback about, you know, colleagues who were thinking about giving this to a new mom or returning from maternity leave or a my kids went to Bright Horizons and so the Bright Horizon teachers were actually one of the first people that we tested the book with. They were like, oh, this will be, this is the must have in our classroom library. Like it will be such a perfect book to calm a crying toddler down after a difficult drop off. And then people ask me, is this a children's book? Because it's also very much for the mom. I said, it's, yes, it's yeah. actually very much for the mom. It's really for the mom. Yes. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> Really? I thought about that too, because a lot of times I think moms has this emotional needs that that's often being neglected because we're all busy like taking care of the little one. But yeah, so that's the reason why on my first page it says for working mothers, their families, and the people who love them. That's uh, I love that dedication. Mom. It is so true. It is so true. Uh, I love it so much. So um, as you think about other ways this book is used what other use cases have you been thinking through I love the idea of at the daycare centers those kinds of things what else are you working on yeah you know what we just we actually just launched a month ago right so we were we started with a very encouraging start on the kickstarter we have um, over 500 people supported our kickstarter campaign and bring this project to life and then we made a promise to donate one book for every 10 backers, regardless of how much they donate. So one, if they donate $1, that counts as one backer too. So our backers enable us to donate 52 books and then they nominate. So we will take 
52 uh, nominated organizations from our bankers um, and um, donated books to, you know, library, neighborhood childcare centers and schools. So that'll be one way we give back to the community and connect and support markets, educators and people in their lives. We are also very interested in exploring of uh, delivering those books into the hands and hearts of working mothers through their employer. Because oh, yeah. you know, working mothers, like we always prioritize everybody else's needs and deprioritize ours. <laughs> so there are always priorities and urgent matters at work and at home that needs our attention. And we are usually the last that to be taken care of by ourselves. So it was really my vision of, um, so knowing, recognizing that, and also through the interviews, when we asked moms about their journey of working motherhood, everybody remembers without prompt, they talk about their first day back to work. Yes. And if you ask any mom, they will remember, especially their first child or first day back to work, they will remember so vividly and with detail of like, how was that morning? So vivid. And so vivid. Yes. Uh, and, and, and a lot of times, I think corporate leaders, we might focus on, okay, this mom is a return to work. It's a new star. So let's make sure she has a good start. But we need to recognize it's also an end of a very special time of her personal new journey. It, it was an end. It probably, it's very likely to be the first day after nine months carrying the baby in the bump several months or weeks on maternity leave, the first time she is leaving her new baby for a lot of times in her mind, a selfish reason. Mm-hmm. So there is this, the end of that era for her as well. And so it's a very, it's a day filled with a lot of mixed feelings. I think we need to recognize that. And then there is a huge opportunity on the human-centered design process, we call it user journey map. That is a touch point that you as an employer or a colleague, you can turn that valley into a peak. So imagine if that's a mom drop off her child, wipe her tears in front of the door and walk into the office to start the first day. If she only gets all the work stuff, like, you know, this is your new task and your new meetings without recognizing her identity as a mother, then she is going to feel that she cannot bring her full identity to work, which is not going to help the company as much as she can potentially be as well. So imagine another mom come in and then see a book like a mommy goes to work and maybe a soft note from her team on the desk that fully recognizing like, we know your you you know your life have a new reason at this moment, and we are support. We recognize that we are fully supportive in, you know, you being the best of you, as a you know a mom, as a person, as a professional. I think that sends a very different message. So that's what we're you know we're hoping, and we will be working hard to make that a reality, and then deliver more books into the hands and hearts of the moms through the employer. I love that so much. You're so right. It's a pivotal moment. I still remember my first child going back to work. I'm crying on the way through my commute, trying to yeah. hold it together, but not really. <laughs> you're, like, you're not alone. I you're know. totally not alone. <laughs> I know. And that makes me sad that I'm not alone because it, it that, and it's usually like maternity leave is not long enough in the U.S. And that's like yeah. a whole other thing. But yeah. regardless of when it is, 
going back, you do feel the guilt, right? And you're not there. And so, yeah, Yeah. just think if you did have that as a resource um, and how powerful that can be from an employer that you are Mm -hmm. seeing and that the transition is seen as very important and you're you're human and you can um, get through this difficult transition. Yeah, so I love this idea of using this book as a, a tool, as a leader too, for your team. Yeah. Exactly. As a tool, I love the way that you structured that as a tool to show that you care and to show that you support and, you know, to delight and really to support your, your employee who are new moms. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, you were walking me through how you built the book so that in future printings, potentially it can even be customized to like a company. Is that right? Are you still doing that? Yeah, actually, um, depends on the quantity, again, because I think, you know, we can print small amount as well, but like the smaller the amount is the higher per unit cost will be. But yes, it's very kind of the places here, we reserve place in the book that can easily insert the corporate logos. Even if not in the book itself, we can always design stickers that has mommy goes to work at your company name on a sticker. You know what, I I think that I love that idea so much because I personally, I work, when I returned from maternity leave, well, actually, I should say, when I found out that I was pregnant, I was just four days into my dream job. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. I was at day four. (laughs) I I went through this. I'm going to change the world. This is my dream job. I was the director of product innovation at EF. And then to suddenly find that I was pregnant and I was just three days into the, this job and I, I was immediately feel stressful and not sure how do I handle this? Like with my boss, how do I communicate this with my team? I was so new. I don't even know whether this place was, I didn't know anyone yet well enough to ask about maternity benefits and all those. Yeah. Right. So, so I, I really hide my pregnancy for three months until oh, wow. I now. I nailed a big presentation and I feel that I earned some credibility. I earned the right to start my own family. And it turned out it was totally unnecessary, all those worries, because my team was super supportive. And then my company was actually very family friendly. I didn't know. There was no way for me to know. But thinking about if we have a bigger or, you know, books, a small gesture, as I described, is a combination of mommy goes to work with a certain company's name. And a new mom or um, aspiring mom to be saw that on a leader's laptop or somewhere. Then, you know, without saying, they know this is a safe place and supportive place. What? Yeah, that is so powerful. And I love that you purposefully designed this book to literally have space for graphics and customization and and the stickers and like all of the things, the business angle of this is in the scalability of it to get the message out and to make a bigger impact is just yeah. brilliant. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. I really hope my hope is one of my hopes, you know, now everywhere we see the rainbow speakers and know this person supports diversity. My hope is the Monica Source speaker becomes a recognizable way for people to show their support for working mothers. I love it. Oh, one thing, one thing I'm super hopeful, Laura, when I was going through our Kickstarter backer list of more than over 500 backers, I saw a lot of names who are male names. And awesome. then that just, <laughs> I love that so much because initially before I launched, I thought the majority of people who back this project will be 
might be woman or mother, but I'm right. extremely hopeful and excited to see a lot of men's name on it. That's wonderful. I love that too. And I think just in general, there's, um, there are a lot of champions from male leaders Definitely. And, and even, you know, and that benefits that book benefits them as well. Like that's a yeah. great book for everybody to understand yeah. what it's like, because they're not, women aren't the only ones dropping off, obviously, but I love the book for families. I love the book for no matter your gender, male, female, non-binary. It's an inclusive book and it's an inclusive lens. Um, and I, I just, I just love this as a, as a tool, not only for families and for mothers and for kids, but it's a tool for leaders and it's a tool for companies as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I love that love you designed it in lots of different ways to be able to be used and scaled. So tell me more about, so there's one book right now. What are the thoughts yeah. as you, I know, I know you're thinking future because that's how you are trained and that's how your mind works. So how, how do you see the book scale in different ways? Mommy goes to work. Does she work in different places? Yes. Oh my God. This is my favorite part, actually, Laura. I wish I could do that just that all day. <laughs> no, not just that all day. Well, I got really excited thinking about the possibility of celebrating moms working anywhere they want to be and then give kids a chance to see what they can one day be. Mm -hmm. So the Kickstarter campaign gives us an opportunity to develop the next book. So now we are having the community to vote for what the next book will be. Mm -hmm. um, looks like the higher up several ones we, we we don't have all the results coming in yet but the higher up ones on the list seems to be mommy goes to work at the hospital okay in the white house Ooh. in in outer space okay um, so those those from the data i can show i can see right now are higher up on there but obviously in the labs in the mommy goes to work at the labs is also very popular in the stores and so many places in the military. So there, are, I do want to make this a series because I, I do want to make it a book series that's relatable to moms of different jobs and then also have kids kind of seeing that and then thinking, oh, like this is what mommy's doing all day or someone else's mom is doing. And then that's something I can potentially be doing one day as well. So. I love it. It's so great. And I love that you're thinking ahead of just other contexts and how much impact that's going to make with families and future generations. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful legacy. Oh, thank you so much. Can you tell us how can we find the book? Where's the best place to buy it? And how can we connect with you? Yeah, definitely. So um, the books are now available to purchase on Amazon. It's also available on our website, um, www womb.us. So I, I have an interesting dark story about womb and US. So womb is the kind of the brand behind Mommy Goes World Books. And I actually started with wanting to create a book. And but along the journey, when I tested with over 100 people, I found, wow, there are so many opportunities to improve on a working mother's journey. So I decided to uh, form a company and take W-O from work and take O-N from mom and combine them together. It resembles a womb that nurtures babies. So when we envision that to be an incubator nurturing working moms by offering credible insights, actionable solutions, and heartfelt inspirations. 
So it, it's going to be adventure that I continue to use and incubate new ideas and innovate products and offerings. Interestingly, when in the language which my grandma speaks, Taiwanese dialect, it means you and me. It means us. Oh. So in Taiwanese, it means us. Oh wow! It takes a village. So I have a secret kind of meaning behind this brand name. It's it's the us. So when people see our website URL, it's like, oh, are you guys only in US? I said, no, we're worldwide because working mothers are all white. We want to support them all. So the one that US actually means one us, doesn't mean it's not only um, limited to United States. I love it. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I'm really excited to connect and further our partnership. And I'm just so proud of everything that you're doing and so happy that we are connected. And we will put all of your info in our show notes to make sure that others can find you. And just thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much, Laura. And I'm so proud of what you're doing as well. I'm definitely a loyal follower, reader, listener of everything you do. I'm a big fan of you. And <laughs> and I'm very glad that this that one meeting that we met at MIT, we can continue to stay connected and eventually our has crossed against. I think to me, that's what's most beautiful in this journey, like the people that we've met along the way and then the wonderful things we can create together. I agree. And I'm just so happy that our journeys crossed several years ago and that we're so connected. So thank you so much. Buy this book. It is amazing. Tested right here in our house. <laughs> thank you. Are you a company? Thank you. I want to thank you so much for listening to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. If you are enjoying this content, please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. By leaving a review, you are helping others find this content. We will be featuring five-star reviews on air in upcoming episodes. Editing and support for the podcast is done by S&E Podcast Management. To get more tips and tools to help you live a life guided by your values, go to thecatchgroup.com. Keep your boundaries and take care.